Welcome to the journals of MJ Unleashed. Hey you, welcome back. I'm a little nervous tonight. I um I have so much in my heart right now and uh, I can sense myself becoming um, preoccupied with thoughts about how I'm going to, you know, get through it all and make sure that I give you as much as I possibly can and, you know, make it really great for you. Ah. <laughs> Hello, perfectionism. Welcome back. Um, yeah, okay. So I can't promise you anything, <laughs> but I can promise you I'll try to be as honest and and um, generous as possible with the thoughts I've been having today. Um, so, a couple of things. Um, I went out for a walk today with a friend. Uh, no, not with a friend. I went out on a walk with myself. These days I'm listening to one of my favorite, if not my favorite, um, movie soundtrack um, which is almost all like big orchestral music. It's just beautiful from the movie The Ninth Life of Louis Drax. Just oh, big recommendation right there. Um, so I listen to that while I'm on my walks and it just really calms me down and makes me feel like I'm in a movie. <laughs> it's like all the the birds are like part of some greater narrative. Yeah. Anyway, but I decided to call a friend and this friend is due to give birth to her second child uh, child here any day now. Um so we were talking. I was just listening to what she was experiencing and everything. It was so great to talk to her maybe the la for the last time before there's a little new one. Um, and when I came home, I was feeling, I don't know, I got this weird feeling and I, I started journaling, doing my morning pages, quote unquote, um, in the afternoon. And I started noticing that I felt some comparison going on for me. And, and when that happens, I know, okay, there's something here I need to investigate. Um, why? <laughs> why do I suddenly feel that the life I'm leading is not good enough? Um, because I don't have, like, my focus isn't children and husband and family life right now it, it's all about my recovery both in my um, creative life and um, with my mental health um, and I kept writing and kept writing and at some point the words selfish and narcissistic showed up and maybe I, you haven't heard me talk about this before. Maybe you have. I can't really keep it straight. Um, but 
I am selfish. I am narcissistic. Uh, I am too much. I'm not good enough. Are my four limiting beliefs connected to shame? These four limiting beliefs. I am selfish. I, I am narcissistic. I'm too much. I'm not good enough. They... They say hello every now and then. They find a way to pop up out of nowhere. Um, and I know this through journaling, through my journaling practice. And oftentimes I don't, I can't recognize them at first. Like it takes a lot of, it takes some time. I just flow right, flow right, flow right. And then suddenly that like word uh, selfishness or narcissism or too much or something like that just shows up and I'm like, oh, this is shame. Oh, and I'm kind of relieved (laughs) because I've been through that process so many times I can recognize my shame and I know what to do about shame. So basically, and I'll get it, I'll get back to that. So, but basically, it hit me that I feel ashamed of taking this much time for me, for being so focused on myself, and being committed to pursue my happiness my uh, and my own well-being um yeah and guilty for not following the usual paths Uh, that society dictates um, that I'm taking an alternative route and really that is courage it is always courage to be true to yourself also if that means having children or you know dedicating your life to a partner or Whatever, but it is always courageous to know your heart's calling and having the audacity to follow that calling. Um, But yeah, so shame... First off, uh, it's always really helpful. I know, I know, all I know about shame is stuff I learned from Brene Brown. I can really recommend her work, Brene Brown. You can find it in uh, her in my highlights, more about her in my highlights on my Instagram. I just um, uh, cleaned up my page, so you can go there and, and find a little bit more about her and her work on vulnerability, shame, and courage. Um, 
and a lot about a lot of shame stuff is also handled in um, her work on vulnerability hangovers. But anyway, getting back to the topic, I first off, it helps me incredibly to just name it, to name this feeling shame. You know, shame is defined as opposed to guilt. Um, Brene Brown defines it as uh, and and a person a personal um, trait versus a, a behavioral act. So shame would be I am bad. And guilt would be, I am, I, I did something bad. So focus on self and focus on, with shame and focus on behavior with guilt. And um, so just knowing, okay, this is not the truth. This is shame. This is a shame voice. I. This is something I've internalized that asks me or tells me that I am selfish and I am narcissistic when I take care of myself. Okay. I see that. I recognize this. I know this is not the truth. And from there, I went into my affirmation mode. That's what I usually do when I'm on the page anyway, like going um, the opposite way, you know, I am worthy of a creative life. I deserve to find joy and happiness and fulfillment in my life. I am worthy of my time. I am worthy of my care. I, I am on my own path. <laughs> I trust my own path. stuff like that. And also, it also really helps to share it for me. That's why I shared this um, journaling session on Instagram too today. Um, it always helps a lot because empathy, again, Brene Brown says it's the antidote to shame. Shame can't thrive when it meets empathy. Um, So yeah, great gift to have been able to identify those shame voices for me in all of this creative recovery business because it, it just it pops up at the most weird, weird times. Like, what? It was just a friendly conversation with one of my dear friends. Like, what's going on? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Um, but before I sign off, I also just want to just uh, give you a little secret. Um, I'm not going to tell you everything, but I'm just going to tell you that I've started a small new project um ah and it's kind of scary to admit because again I have voices in my head saying 
don't tell anybody because what if you never finish it and then you've made this cliffhanger and people will think, what? Well, she's a failure. She didn't follow through on that project. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to say that I'm working on something new for you and um, probably going to take a long time. But at some point, I'm probably going to tell you about it more in detail. But I can tell you I've just added five new minutes every day of consistent creative work on this new project. Thank you, Amy McNee, my creativity coach, for that. A uh, great life hack, making sure that you can um, be successful every day. Because your goals are so tiny. <laughs> And that you're eventually going to be able to finish something when you do that. So I'm going to try it now. It's only the second day I've been working on it. Um, but yeah. I hope I get to tell you soon. Um, when I'm ready. Okay, loves. Um, thank you for listening, my dear. And... I hope I'll see you soon. Until then, please take care and know that I love you. Okay, bye.